0: Is it possible to disagree and still be friends? The answer is yes, and we are here to prove it. Join our group of badass sirens as we step out of our comfort zone and onto our soapboxes to sound off on our latest adventure. We might not always agree, but we will always love each other. Welcome to Siren Soapbox.
1: Hello, fellow explorers. Thank you for tuning in today. If you are enjoying our shows, please help us out by liking, tagging, and sharing our content. Every interaction helps us out and helps to get more shows to you. Our next topic that you can participate alongside us to get you out of your comfort zone is wilderness survival. Go to www.sirensoapbox.com and click dive in and explore to find out more. Today we're diving into a pretty controversial topic. Let's start by imagining all the days in the calendar, all those numbers, all 365 of them and then add 100 to them. So now we are into around early April of the following year. Picturing 465, that's a lot. Exactly the number of things the Minimalist 30-Day Challenge asks you to get rid of. Here are the rules according to the minimalist.com. Anything goes, collectibles, decorations, kitchenware, electronics, furniture, bedding, clothes, towels, tools. Find a friend, family member, or coworker who's willing to minimize their stuff with you for the next month. Each person gets rid of one thing on the first day of the month, two things on the second, three things on the third, so forth and so on. Whoever keeps it going the longest wins. You both win if you both make it to the end of the month. Bonus points if you play with more than two people. In a society that pushes us to have more, to be more, to have the latest, to get the most, to be on a never-ending cycle of chasing material objects. How did the Sirens do on this challenge? Let's find out. If at any time the conversation gets too intense, the safe word is... Mango. Mango. First up on her soapbox is Jess.
2: Hey, Sirens. I am sad I will be missing you this evening, but I... um. Really enjoyed this challenge. I Cannot believe how much stuff that we had Just over the 11 years that we've lived in this house We have accumulated so much. I feel like every time we move we get rid of a lot of stuff but this time it's obviously different because we are moving to Hawaii and I am actually leaving tomorrow Um, tomorrow from when this is being recorded and between myself and Ben we probably got rid of I would say double the minimalist challenge and I don't think I miss any of it. I truly love the feeling of knowing where everything is because I don't have that much and we in our entire four bedroom house we'll probably have enough to not even fill a shipping container when we're moving all of our stuff and it's a it's a wonderful feeling and i am hoping to get a smaller house in hawaii when we finally buy a house so that we don't have room to just fill it up again and can continue this minimalist lifestyle and focus on what's really important and um just enjoy our time together so I hope that you all had as much fun with this as I did and I can't wait to listen and hear your opinions love you guys
0: all right thanks Jess I am so glad TC challenged us to purge I participated for 30 days even though there are 31 days in October I believe most of the sirens did all 31 days so maybe I'm a slacker or Maybe I'm 465 items lighter, and that's pretty freaking amazing. I didn't really have a plan of attack. I just sort of picked an area of my home and started getting rid of things. I made a ton of donations, but I did also throw a bunch of stuff out. It's kind of ridiculous that I had so many things that could just be trashed. I started in my closet. My daughters used to comment about the bar in my closet because it had a slight bend in it due to all the clothes I had hanging up. I would have to force my clean clothes back into the closet because it was so tight. Now I can actually see all of my clothes and I'm confident they are mostly clothes that I still wear. I think there may still be one or two things I can get rid of. I also think I'm going to adopt a one in one out policy when it comes to new clothes. I currently need to replace one pair of black pants because they are too big on me right now. So I'm really excited about that. My kitchen was another big area. I got rid of a lot of cups that I don't use anymore and a lot of lids that were missing cups. I got rid of expired spices and expired food from the pantry. And like my clothes closet, my pantry feels more manageable, manageable once again. And I know exactly what's in there. I love this. In fact, I love the whole challenge. The whole month, I would look forward to getting rid of more things. I haven't bought anything new to replace the things I got rid of either. I loved this challenge so much that I started round two today. Sara, how did it go for you? Thanks, Mer. Well, I loved this
3: game. Seriously loved every bit of it. I looked forward every day to finding all the things that were taking up space in my life that no longer brought me joy. Before getting started on the challenge, I made a list of all the different areas of our home that I could dive into and find a bunch of stuff to get rid of. As I look back on that list today, I see that there are still a few areas I haven't even hit yet. I had started the month in my closet and quickly realized I could spend the whole month in there. I literally never wondered how I would come up with things to purge. And I'm so glad November is a new month and I can start the game all over again. I mean, I got rid of 31 pairs of socks yesterday and I got rid of at least 30 pairs of underwear. I can actually close those drawers in my closet without smushing the contents down first. Why on earth did I do that for so many years? I just get irritated every time I put clean socks away. And not a single one of the pairs I tossed yesterday had seen my feet in at least three years. As ridiculous as it may sound, I truly felt lighter as I closed my sock drawer yesterday. We've been talking about Project 333 also. Clearly, I have some more work to do before I get my wardrobe down to 33 items. Although, truth be told, I probably only use about that many items of clothing already. So while that's a goal I'm working towards, I'm not quite there yet. I have tried to get rid of clothes before actually. I never got very far though because I always fell victim to the just-in-case dilemma. Listening to the minimalists talk about the just-in-case rule was so helpful. I was finally able to let go of a ton of clothes I held on to that I hadn't needed in years, if ever. I plan to use that new thought process when packing for my next trip because I do the exact same thing when packing. That shirt I haven't worn in years, will I really wear it on vacation? Probably not because I clearly don't really like it that much. I didn't stay in my closet though. I did hit several areas of our home. And as I continue the game, I'm sure I'll find more areas I haven't thought of yet. The best part about the whole thing was sharing the experience with Bill. He followed along and never missed a day either. It feels really great to be taking these steps to reach our retirement goal. I've got to stop here, but I really could keep talking about it forever. Move with that, on to Elsie. A
1: few years ago, I was severely depressed by this thought. Is this all there is to life? Stuff? I would go to work and move stuff, clean stuff, disinfect stuff, put stuff away, teach people how to use the stuff, go to the store and look at all the brands of stuff, buy stuff and get home and have to move the old stuff to fit the new stuff, trip over stuff, have stuff falling all over the place because it's precariously placed in stacks like consumerism Jenga and organize stuff, reorganize stuff, clean my stuff and look at stuff online, watch commercials on stuff, daydream about new stuff. Depressing. I did complete the challenge. I did 31 days and two weeks before the challenge had started, I watched the documentary by The Minimalist. I was so motivated that that morning I got rid of seven full garbage bags of stuff. But I forgot to take a picture of all the bags. And while moving the stuff out of my Jeep, dropped a four pound solid lead weight on my pinky toe. Pretty sure I broke it. Even just last week in the pool with my fins on, my toe was clicking like a dolphin trying to echolocate. But I can't bring myself to go to the doctor for the tiniest piggy of them all. Stuff causes so much stress. I am slightly concerned about going back to my old ways because I've cleared out things twice in my life and in like the past three years. It's like this weird black hole void that sucks in and accumulates more stuff. But I hope I have finally been set free from the consumerism chains. However, I have ADHD and shopping and new hobbies cause a dopamine rush. ADHD also comes with a lack of object permanence. I have five unopened deodorants in my bathroom drawer and I keep buying more because I forget they're there. Chores are so much easier now and things get done quicker. I even completed a few projects that I've been putting off for a while because of this challenge. I also keep bringing up God moments in these episodes. During this challenge, I heard three homilies on this very topic. I want to keep going on this mission to minimize because I've gained so much by letting go of stuff. I give up. I give more to those in need. I have more time for the people I love, more time and money to do the things that I love. I am using the things that I have saved for special occasions. You know what? Life is the special occasion. So enjoy. With that, on to TC.
4: One of my favorite quotes is from me and Bobby McGee by Janice Joplin. Freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose. Getting rid of belongings and simplifying things has always felt like freedom to me. Even so, it amazes me how quick and easy it is to accumulate things. I liked this challenge because it made the purging more social. It was fun to chat with others and hear how they were doing. The benefit of posting the pictures every day on Facebook was that a lot of people would comment asking for the things I was purging. Here are my surprises from the experience. I was surprised that I succeeded in getting rid of my trusty old travel backpack. I paid about 20 bucks for this thing from TJ Maxx and it has served me well. It was a lightweight Nike brand backpack with wheels. It was easy to wheel around than just swing onto my back when I needed to. It helped me learn to pack light when I travel but the Caribbean weather eventually destroyed the zippers. It's gone and replaced with a new backpack that brings me joy that I use this weekend. The other surprise was how difficult it was to get rid of Bare Minerals makeup and makeup brushes. I had 19 makeup brushes and 21 Bare Minerals eyeshadows and I don't wear makeup. I mean, every now and then for a date night or a special event, Since I wear makeup more often when traveling for weddings and things like that, I decided it would be easier for me if I promised myself that I would buy something a little more travel friendly and I already did. I bought a Clinique all-in-one color palette and I'm actually excited to try it. To make this challenge a little more challenging, I paired it with Project 333. Basically, you narrow your wardrobe down to 33 items for three months. I got rid of so many clothes that I'm sure I'll never miss, and I have two bins of clothes that I'm storing for the next three months. I'm willing to bet that I will not need to get any of the clothes out of the bin after the challenge is over. We'll see. I'm not finished purging, and my house is a little bit of a mess because I haven't dropped anything off yet. This is the one part of the challenge that I did not do very well, but I'm looking forward to getting it out of my house for good. Next on Her Soapbox is a guest siren who is brand new to our podcast. Please welcome Shannon with her lime green tail.
5: Thanks, TC. I'm so excited to be here. You know, you sirens are always doing some fun and new challenge, some new way to get outside of your comfort zone. And I, I'm a really adventurous person, but I don't know what it is. This particular one just jumped out at me. And I immediately commented when I saw your challenge, I said, I'm going to do this. I then had a friend immediately comment, didn't you just do this a year and a half ago when you picked up and moved from Michigan to St. Croix? And she was right. So I thought about it. I spent a full year purging my house to prepare to move here and really got rid of In hindsight, some things I wish I'd kept and definitely brought things I didn't need to bring. But I started to second guess whether or not this was actually a good challenge for me. And boy, was I wrong. I had so much fun with this. I did the full 31 days, even though the challenge only requires 30. And I enjoyed it from day one. I actually decided on day two to do it. So that first day, I cleaned out three bathroom drawers. And even though it should have only been three items, I probably got rid of over 65 items. The only two days that I didn't take pictures, unfortunately, but I did after that. Um, So just a few more of the highlights for me during this challenge. Uh, I got to about day 10 and really started to wish I had made more of a plan. It sounds like some of you did, because I was so random about my decluttering. It was whatever room I happened to be in at the time I decided to pick my stuff for that day. Um, So that would be my advice to anyone starting this challenge fresh is write down a plan, be organized, because it is so much fun. I still go back to those bathroom drawers if I'm passing through and open them just to look because it makes me feel good, just to see them organized and clean and useful. So about halfway through, my husband, Mike, decided to join in. He didn't do the full challenge, but he helped me go through our pool box. We found 15 items we never even knew were in there. And we've been in this house a year and a half, um, including a new pool float that's like his favorite style, never even used. So that was great. But he did his workbench and his outdoor tool shed, something he had been meaning to do and dreading and putting off since we moved in. So since then, his projects have been more fun, more productive, and he talks about it all the time. I know right where things are now, he loves it. And then I got to day 24. Day 24, I decided to hit my pantry, knowing there were a lot of good things in there I could pull out. But lo and behold, I found 24 reusable grocery bags on one shelf. 24. Actually, there was more like 31. I kept seven brand new ones to replace the old ones that were in our car. No idea how or why I have that many shopping bags. So throughout all of this, I didn't drop off or dispose every night as you're supposed to. Um, it's a little challenging here, but I did take two giant car loads to a local charity that I found out about as a result of the challenge that helps homeless and um, those with mental illness here on island. So that was an added benefit to know that these items that were just taking up space in my home were going to help someone else. But I think for me, the biggest, I don't know, benefit, biggest surprise out of all of this is that even through day 31, it wasn't difficult for me. I only second guessed a couple of items. Um, Had to really think, do I want to get rid of them or not? Sure, they're gone. So what does that tell me? I have way too much stuff and I need to continue on with this challenge if it wasn't even really a challenge for me thanks for letting me participate.
0: Thank you for participating. (laughs) So I'm curious for the rest of you, did anybody have a hard time coming up with things to get rid of throughout the month? No, not really.
1: I had one or two days where it was, I was not, I did not follow my plan and it was late and it was difficult for me um but if i focused down and and had a plan i think i could easily do another another month i
5: think i purposely stayed away from the area that i knew would be the most difficult and that was my closet and i dipped into my closet at least four times during this challenge probably five but easy stuff you know t-shirts i never wear t-shirts i think i got rid of 20 of those socks underwear Um, things that I haven't worn forever but I didn't get into the hanging clothes you know (laughs) I I probably could make it more challenging but I avoided those hard spots I avoided
4: hard spots too I never really touched uh, my shoes I think I got rid of three pair of flip-flops that were really easy low-hanging fruit Um, I have probably 10 different colors of chucks and I only wear flip-flops but I'm, I'm still not ready to let go of the chucks.
5: I can top that. I have a collection of workout shorts that's probably currently at about
0: 60. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was a huge confession, Shannon. Right? <laughs> and I don't
1: even want to do
5: the math on how many days straight I would actually have to go to the gym to use them all.
1: Yeah, it's bad.
4: You know, what's funny about that is in Project 333, she tells you that workout clothes don't count toward the 33 items. So
5: you can keep all 60 (laughs) pairs. And my collection's on the low end right now. It's
3: it's bad. Yeah. So so funny because I I work out and I have two pairs of uh, pants that I work out in. And literally those are the only two I ever wear because I wash them every night. And then I just... Sometimes uh, I'll say, oh, I'm going to mix it up. I'm going to wear that other pair today. <laughs> two. <laughs> the people at the out. gym, they know, they're, they know Sara only has two pairs. <laughs> and I know they're talking about it, but they just don't say anything.
4: <laughs> I'm sure they're talking about it, Sara, I'm sure. <laughs> well, everybody
3: always is, so. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> so did anybody me, have a... like If
5: they saw me wear the same one twice, what's wrong?
0: <laughs> Wait, we've already seen those, Shannon. I thought you had like 60 there. <laughs> right. Did anybody find that it was easier to get rid of things at a particular time of day?
4: Nighttime, if I was tired, because then I was I was ruthless about it. It was like well, I want to go to bed. You're going, you're going, you're going. Throw them in the box and don't think about it. Yeah. If I did it after after my bedtime, it was easy.
5: I was opposite. Yep. Same for me. I was morning mm-hmm. when I was fresh and energized and in the mood to also reorganize and clean. I mean, I, as part of this, I started finishing papering some of my um, like drawers, kitchen cabinets, and things that I had not put the protective paper down yet. Did half of them in the house, so I was opposite. I had to be have energy to do it.
3: I found if I had too much time to think about it, I could come up with all the reasons why I just might need that. But when it got close to having to take that picture before I went to bed, I didn't care anymore. If, if I if I didn't look at it and love it, it was gone.
4: Same. It was more fun to do it in the, in the morning when I was fresh and I could go through stuff and organize and clean all at the same time. But it was easier to do it if I was desperate to be done doing it.
1: Oh, did anybody uh, go through section by section and do a whole bunch and take a couple days worth of pictures at the same time?
0: Yes. <laughs>
1: <Yeah. Yep. laughs> I couldn't stop. Like if I'm in an area, I'm like, all right, I'm getting rid of stuff in this area. And I didn't want to come back to it and stop that progress. Cause I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to be doing as good if I, I stop now. Well,
0: and I had the opposite problem. There were days that I would skip. So then I would have to do like, I was three days backlogged. So it was the same problem, different, you know, flipped and, but it was easier almost for me to do it that way. If I had the time, I was just, and actually quite frankly, having the time was like, I think the most I spent was 30 minutes one day. And I got rid of three days worth of things. It didn't take much time.
4: Yeah, the most time I spent was when I decided to do Project 333. I don't know if you guys remember, but um, Renee mentioned that to us. And the first time I heard about Project 333, there was no way. I I was not at all ready to even remotely do that. But once you let go of having to follow every rule by the T, and if you read the book, she tells you that you don't have to do that. Um, but the day that I decided to do project Three Thirty Three, I went through my closet and that took some time. I, I pulled everything out of the closet and reorganized the whole thing. And that's when I got day 30, day 29 and day 28, all at the very beginning of the challenge. But I did check in with you all to make sure that wasn't cheating. Cause I, I was afraid that was cheating.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, uh. A... I'm a firm believer and that's not cheating. (laughs) Just (laughs) still got rid of the 400, however many items. So you did 31 days. That's 496 items for everyone who did 31 days. Is that right? I think so. Yeah. It's insane.
1: Took the picture of it and you posted it. Was anybody embarrassed by the amount of stuff and being held accountable online?
0: Yes. I was embarrassed by the amount of food I had to throw away. I mean,
3: the several days worth of underwear either draped over my hand or laying out on the floor.
0: Sorry. <laughs> I piled all mine together with other clothes. so You couldn't see what they were, I was like, dee, dee, dee. but I probably got rid of, I don't know, 15 or 20 pair of underwear myself.
4: I'm getting ready to purge underwear. I didn't do it as part of the challenge but i just went shopping and so now i have all new stuff and i can get rid of all the old stuff
0: that feels good
4: look it's awesome here's my here's a new (laughs) bra.
0: oh it's pretty
4: (laughs) (laughs) thank god podcasts are sound only
0: (laughs) until we release this on youtube Mm. that's true (laughs)
1: <laughs> did anybody have to hide stuff in their pictures so that because they're afraid somebody online would be like hey I got you that yes <laughs> I did too
0: I didn't do that um I don't think I got rid of anything that anyone gave me yet
4: <laughs> 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 or you had to I have given you so much shit oh over no you're ages. right
0: for my closet, I did get rid of a bunch of stuff that you gave me, I think. Oh, and I have like a fucking ice cube tr- box, like you would put in your freezer, full of jewelry from your house, Tracy. Like when mm. you moved to the island, this somehow ended up in my bedroom and I just have to get rid of the whole thing.
5: Yeah, just get rid of it. No, so I thought that was an interesting question because one of the things that this challenge did for me was it gave me the freedom to give up some of those things that I would held on to only because someone gave them to me and Mm -hmm. not because there was an actual emotional tie to that particular item that was because of who gave it to me or where it came from. So an example, uh, my father who passed away 12 years ago, I still had a t-shirt from his hometown and every summer um, growing up, we would go there and they had a festival and the, the year that he got sick, we I went back to that festival, Mike and I went and I hadn't been in years and we did a 5K with him and he walked it and I still had that t-shirt and I've kept it all this time. And, it's an ugly ass t-shirt, like the colors aren't even pretty. I don't wear t-shirts and I'm looking at it and I'm like, why do I still have this? Because I will always have the memory of that event. And more importantly, I have a blanket that his wife had made for me from a bunch of his old shirts. So I have like a quilt with his shirts. So, mm-hmm. and there were, several things like that, That it just gave me the freedom to say, I don't need this thing to still have the memory or the feeling of, you know, that person or that event. Yeah. Hmm.
4: I I have an item that I didn't photograph that I got rid of. That shall remain nameless.
0: Well, I have some things in my closet that I'm going to get rid of during the next round that I won't be photographing. <laughs> yeah, but some things just have to remain anonymous, you know? That's right, that's right. <laughs> Blurred out picture, not safe for work.
4: <laughs> oh, okay, now I know what you're talking about.
0: From the red room. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, that's not. It's not necessary, you know. No, we can <laughs> have so a that. bag
5: and just put a number on the bag of how many items yes, are in the bag. Exactly.
0: A of that. Exactly. I, I can't, can't wait
3: any of that.
4: I can't wait to see that picture. Here are fifty-two items <laughs> that none of you can see. <laughs> oh. <laughs>
5: It could even yeah.
1: fun here, blur out all the things that aren't actually inappropriate and leave the ones that are unblurred
0: oh that right. would be that's awesome that's meme sure material is. right there <laughs>
1: <laughs> well this has been an emotional roller coaster i was still like thinking on what shannon was saying I know. you guys took it a whole new direction
0: well <laughs> yeah that was that was i had to you know, lighten the mood a little bit. I think
4: it's like, it's like Chandler on friends when things getting a little too, you know, you just make a joke about it all.
1: Well, I was going to ask, what is the weirdest thing everybody got rid of Mm -hmm. chicken coop? (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Nice. A chicken coop.
4: Okay. It's not just a chicken coop. I don't know what you all are picturing when you hear chicken coop. It was like a, a miniature version of her house. (laughs) <laughs> that was made for the most spoiled chickens wild chickens on the <laughs> island <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, well where are they living now
5: well they're still living in the tree above the chicken coop because all they did was hit the chicken coop and make it messy so they
0: never <laughs> actually used the chicken coop <laughs> so
5: it's, they, they it's did that won't get- They did
4: until a mongoose came in and scared the shit out of all of them. And then none of them would go in a chicken coop anymore.
5: Oh, gosh.
0: Poor chickens. Yeah, I thought I was going to get rid of uh, five hens and a rooster one day, but that didn't happen. So I still have chickens in my backyard.
4: I just want to say for anyone who doesn't realize that Murr does not live on an island where chickens and roosters run wild. She lives in a city where you're not allowed to have chickens and roosters.
0: Oh, oh, I'm allowed to have hens, just not roosters. (laughs) (laughs) Yet I have one. So, I mean, when they're tiny, you don't know. But they're not. (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness my neighbors are kind. Oh, no. so what
5: else what other weird things did people get rid of
0: weird I didn't things? really get rid of anything weird uh, my bathroom though I was a little embarrassed to get rid of stuff from my bathroom like there was a there I had two mostly empty bottles of Windex so Mark combined them into one and put an empty Windex bottle on my toilet he's like one <laughs> <laughs>
1: it totally counts.
0: Yeah. Well, it did, but I think that was, um, the bathroom was hard for me and lots of like, I had lotions and shaving creams and medicines that were so old. Like, you know, if I had some Tylenol or something that was only expired six months ago, I kept that, but these things were like years expired. That was embarrassing.
4: So I have what I uh, lovingly refer to as a net tent. And I had this during the hurricane because uh, there was no power for 96 days and it was hot and it was buggy. So I, I bought a tent made out of all net and I put it on the my porch. And I that's where I slept every night after the hurricane. I got rid of the net tent.
1: But the risk of... Making everybody depressed again. I got rid of a dog bone that my dog had partially chewed on. He died 20 years ago suddenly, and I had held on to it for the longest time. And I had to like look at it and be like, "This isn't going to bring him back." I have those memories, so I, I was finally able to let that go. Um, but to, to bring the emotion back up, <laughs> I was really proud of myself because I was holding on to a pair of Guy Harvey flip flops. And they are the cheapest, like most uncomfortable, worse than old Navy flip-flops. Like those things are amazing, right? These things are so cheap, but it had a $50 enamel on each, um, like the plastic part of a sea turtle. And I'm like, I'm only holding on to these things cause I spent $50 on them. They're not comfortable, they're ugly, except for this little enamel thing. So I cut those off. <laughs> and I'm gonna make jewelry out of them. So that's you you know, a compromise. I have a question for you, Elsie.
4: At one point, you sent us a picture of like your turtle shelf and you said, I might have to get rid of things from the turtle shelf. Did you?
1: Not a single turtle left my house. (laughs) Same. Not a single turtle left my house. (laughs) At least from that collectible area. There were some puzzles and stuff, but
0: yeah. I haven't gotten rid of any house plants yet but I need to get rid of some house houseplants. So I think that's going to happen after or during this round too.
5: Well, and don't you think that kind of the whole point of it is just like Sarah said, it's getting rid of things that don't bring you joy. So I think you could get so caught up in this and be having so much fun with it, that at some point you look back and you think, maybe I went overboard because some of those things actually, for instance, my okay. 65 pairs of workout shorts, they give me joy. Do I use them all? No, but they're pretty to look at. <laughs> Those <are> pretty, so, <laughs> so I think that it would be easy to get caught up, right? Because it feels so good to lighten the load and remove the things. But at the same time, if the things bring us joy.
0: I have some books that I kept for that reason. I didn't, I don't want to get rid of all my books. I'm comfortable with owning books. (laughs) Not to bring
3: the mood down, but you know, you talk about things that you got rid of that you don't need because you have the memory. What if you have the memory because you have the thing and you keep looking at it? And I think that's something I know that, um, you know, with pictures, you know, sometimes I get kind of annoyed at all the pictures that, that Bill will take because he likes to take a lot of pictures. But then he always says that that's how he will remember that things happened. And I just wonder, will you forget about certain things because you no longer have that item that you used to look at and think about whatever it was you thought about? And if you throw it away, now you don't know that you forgot about it because you don't have the object to look at. So you don't have that memory anymore because you just don't know to have that memory anymore. If you get what I'm getting at. Yeah. That was kind of convoluted, but. It
4: is tough. Like I, sometimes I get ruthless. I, I go through phases of purging and sometimes I get really ruthless about it. And I use, um, I use the whole idea. If, I, if it burned in a fire, would I replace it? And if the answer is no, then I get rid of it. I, there are a couple items that I have at some point in my life gotten rid of that I wish I could find. Um, one of them is a collection of turtle Christmas ornaments, which Bill and Sarah replaced recently. I got a surprise gift in the mail for my birthday, and it was a box full of turtle ornaments, not the same ones. These were specific to an organization that Archie Carr started. But the other one, even more recently, is a Bible that my parents gave me for a birthday. And my mom, you know, in the front of a Bible it says who it's to and who it's from, and a lot of Bibles and for what reason. And my mom filled that out in her handwriting. And I don't know that I have anything with my mom's handwriting. And so I, I would like to have that Bible. I have no idea where it is or at what point in my life I got rid of. It's probably at some friend or relative's house, but. Yeah, it it does happen, but the feeling of freedom, I think, is stronger than the occasional feeling of missing, at least for me, it is, so
3: no real regrets. I just wonder if you don't even think to miss it because you forgot that you had it, so that that memory that it brought back to you, that memory is now gone as well. I think sometimes when, you know, not that I've come up again, uh, I haven't come up against that yet with this game because there've been so many things that are not sentimental that I've been able to get rid of that I think when it came down to getting
0: rid of some of the more sentimental items, I might have some trouble thinking about that. Well, the memory isn't gone. It's just that 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 particular trigger would be gone, but the memory is still there. You might find that there's a different, trigger for that memory or a memory of that person, which kind of snowballs into that particular memory, but the memory is still there.
4: It's true. It's true. The memory is still there. I mean, I don't know my brother's memory and my memory. It's not, we don't have the best memories, so it may or may not be there, but the joy initially, you know, like my mom had beautiful handwriting and I really miss my mom, but whether or not I have that Bible doesn't necessarily impact it's that uh, Marie Kondo, she does a whole series on minimalism and getting rid of things. And her her thing is, if it brings you joy, keep it.
0: Yeah. So if having that thing that uh, sparks the memory brings you joy, then don't get rid of it. I mean, let's
4: be honest. I bet I have 600 dice in my house and I'm not getting rid of any of them except six.
0: I'm getting rid of What's six that? of them.
4: That's right, because they're going to Shannon. But other than that, I'm not getting rid of the dice.
0: I was in Capels on Saturday looking for stuff for our Halloween costumes and saw dice and almost bought you dice. And I was like, I can't (laughs) do this. We are minimizing. That's awesome. That's awesome. They were the tiniest little dice, though. Oh, my gosh, they were adorable. So recently, uh, a friend and colleague at
4: work went on a trip. And he went to a cave and they went to the gift shop in the cave and they had dice made of like, like rocks, stones, minerals, whatever. Oh, they're right here. Hold on. And he, so he bought me three of these dice and they're
0: so cool
4: and I'm, I'm not getting rid of these.
0: No, God, no. Oh, well,
1: those are <laughs> awesome.
4: Yeah. They're really cool.
1: What do you do with all the dice?
4: Oh, Shannon, come on, tell her. We play dice multiple times a week, all the time. We have so, I think we might have, we have so many dice games that we play. They're, they're always with you me. When, see you do. LC, when you come to the island, we're going to teach you threes away, ship captain crew, sinking ship, threes high. We're going to teach you so many dice games.
0: I wish that I had time to write down every one of those dice games you just said but good thing is this is being recorded
1: it yeah. is this time
0: this is being recorded this time
1: <laughs> yeah. we remembered this time well, I, I did want to say it, it might help Sarah out later on down the road I had to get rid of two big bins from my childhood that I'm like why am I still holding on to all this stuff but some of the things when I was looking through, I hadn't thought about in decades. And I you know, was instantly transported back just looking at these things. Some of them I'm like, uh, I, I might need to make room for new memories. Some of them I took pictures of. Some of them I um, took a little piece of it. Like there was a big like storage thing that had my stuffed animals in it and important things. And there was a liner my mom put in there and made out of paper and I cut a corner of that out and it's still like you know when you open things up and it has that smell and you're just transported back like that little piece of paper still holds that so like kind of still paring down and still holding on to the memories journaling about it too helps because then mm-hmm. you can still remember it. like it triggered that memory for you write it down and you can still go back to it yeah that's I'm, a good idea I'm going to probably have dementia when I'm older so pictures I take a bajillion pictures because that's how I'm going to remember things when I'm older
3: I have these huge tubs of things from when my kids were little not so much for Ben my youngest because I got a little bit smarter this time around and if you don't keep it then you don't ever have to worry about throwing it away later so we threw it away in real time he was there in front of me I looked at him I said I'm throwing this out I've got these tubs of things from Will and Emma. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to hand them to them and say, here, you keep it. If you want it, keep it. If you don't want it, throw it away. But it almost feels like I'm throwing a bit of them away if I throw that kind of stuff away. But I'll get there. I've got time. I've got, I think I'm going to be about another four months into this before I get to that stuff. So.
0: Sarah, I 100% feel you on that. I went through like four tubs worth of things yesterday to, to catch up on days 28, 29, and 30. And I came across a stack of Mackenzie's artwork and some journaling that she did in the fifth grade. And I, I put it in a stack, I'm keeping it, I can't get rid of it.
4: Yeah, sometimes that happens in phases. Sometimes when I purge, like I remember purging a big, huge bookshelf when I lived on Moore's Place, I had to purge because I was moving on to a 400 square foot boat at the time. But I remember going through this bookshelf and on day one, I could get rid of these items and I put them all on boxes and the things I didn't feel like I could get rid of. I left on the shelf, but like on day six, I could get rid of more stuff. It just for me, it happens in phases. And the other thing that helps me is taking pictures of things. Before I moved to the island, I took pictures of pictures. So I have them all digitally. I have a lot of digital things, but I didn't keep them. In their physical form. I'm just
3: going to make Will and Emma go down there and throw it all, throw it all away. <laughs> I'm going to give it all to them. There Here, you go. Throw it away.
5: I'm planning to do a photo scanning event eventually. That was in that 16 rules for living with less mm-hmm. because I still have like two shoeboxes full and that's already been pared down of physical photos that. I do still want, but they don't need to take up space. So at some point, that's a goal for myself. If I was still in Michigan, that would be a nice winter goal when it was cold and crappy outside.
4: (laughs) That's one thing you learn when you move to the island. Like when you live in the States, if you have a really beautiful day, you put aside all of your chores. You're like, it's too beautiful to do that. That's every day now. So
1: pretty much.
3: (laughs) I don't get any chores done. Can you imagine if we did a, all right, let's purge the cloud. Oh, I actually,
4: (laughs) I did a little bit of that today. And Elsie's story about the dog bone kind of struck home because I recently lost two of the best dogs that ever lived on the face of the earth. And while I was purging the cloud a little bit, getting rid of videos and things, I, I found several videos of Hartman and Maxton. I didn't delete anything. Even if it was a video I wanted deleted, I wanted to delete, and one of them ran into the screen at the end. I was like,
0: "Nope, saving that." So, yeah, I totally get that. I did a digital purge once about three years ago. Um, maybe I don't remember. It was Tracy, you and Dean were um, purging. You guys were doing a minimalist challenge. Oh, that's I right. I don't think it was as successful as this one. But on one of those days, I did a digital purge and I got rid of so many like contacts in my phone that I didn't need anymore or had no reason to have them. I probably deleted like over a hundred people from my phone. It's funny that you
4: say that Dean and I were doing that. That actually was before Dean and I were even dating. That's right. And so the three of us did that, but it was just one of those moments where I think he did it just to be part of doing something with us. And then remember I left my house for
0: three months. To right. give.
4: Yeah. That's yeah. what happened with that purge.
0: So Mark has so far expressed zero interest in participating in a minimalist challenge, but we were out to dinner the other night with a, a few of the sirens that I'll live here in Cincinnati and he said he might participate in my round too so oh, nice yeah Hmm. that'd be pretty cool
1: did anybody think their house would be emptier at the end of 30 days yes yes
4: especially if I actually drop the stuff off like you're supposed to right now I have boxes and it's it, it's actually kind of nice um, psychologically. It's making me hate stuff even more because it's all right there, it's right there.
3: My face. I, that was part of that's a, a part of this that I loved. I it felt so good. I I, kept, I uh, took a tub and stuck it in the trunk of my car, and every day I just would everything that was going to be donated would get tossed in there, and everything else would just be tossed in the garbage can. And I know it's different for you; you can't quite do that. But for me, that just felt so good i mean sometimes it was 10 o'clock at night before i was finally going down there and throwing stuff away but it just it felt so good to get that stuff out but for me literally walking into my closet i can you know i don't just like you mer i don't have the the bar Mm -hmm. for me it was i would have so many things stuffed in there that every time i tried to take one thing out a couple of things on either side would fall off the hangers because i pulled them off and that doesn't happen right now so it feels really good
4: Did, did you guys take before pictures? Because I would love to put that. I would love to put some before and after pictures on the website.
0: I didn't. And I'll tell you, I don't think it looks, I don't think, oh, my closet looks different. So that would have been a good before and after picture, but like the shelf behind me, I actually got rid of a lot of stuff off that shelf, but it doesn't look like it. Hmm. Round two is coming up. Mm -hmm. That's right.
1: I went through a lot of bins and a lot of uh, art stuff. So unfortunately, like it's easier to get into clothes drawers and stuff, but it doesn't really look different around my house. And I wish it did.
4: It's so nice though, when I'm putting clothes away, what, what happened to me is I had a really busy week and I had done some laundry and I took all the clean laundry and I put it on top of the bunk bed in my spare room. And it sat there long enough that the dirty clothes then collected in the bin in the bathroom. So when I was in my spare room, which is also my office slash creative space, it was so cluttered on the top bunk. And then I would go into the bathroom and the dirty clothes are spilling over the bin. And I was just like, I got to get rid of stuff. It's too much stuff. It feels so good now to put clothes away. And not have to shove it in, but it just fits. It really feels great.
0: Yeah, I had that same kind of euphoric feeling that Sarah had when I could close my underwear drawer again without, you know,
5: <laughs> squishing yeah, it everything looked exactly yeah. like that. It sounded like it too. Well, I think at least one of you mentioned, but I'm curious how many of you found it really changed your buying habits, like, immediately
0: me I didn't buy a single thing this no I take that back I did buy some artist trading cards and some (laughs) sleeves shameless plug for a future episode that people should probably follow along about with that's the only thing I bought for the month though and that was you know business related so I feel comfortable with that I didn't buy anything else and that was nice
3: The only thing that I got that I didn't really need, but had to have for an event was a Halloween costume. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's something that can be easily purged or given away now that the event is over, but anything else that I bought was, it was like, it was the consumables. Like, um, I ran out of my poor bare minerals. I mean, bare minerals has really been shafted (laughs) on this particular record or, (laughs) (laughs) or
5: or version of this
3: episode. I just have to say, but, um, But I didn't buy anything new really that wasn't something that is just something that I routinely need to replace because I use it.
4: I I bought a few items that I needed to replace the things I was getting rid of that would um, because that's back to the Marie Kondo thing about having things that bring you joy. So I got rid of one backpack that wasn't working for me anymore and bought another one that would meet my needs much better. But just last weekend, I was on a little weekend trip and typically uh, Dean and I would buy a t-shirt and a hat or I would buy a tank top because I don't wear t-shirts either, a tank top and a hat on every trip I went on. And I did get a visor because I needed a visor that particular day, but I didn't, it wasn't the same type of shopping for something that said the place that we were. So it's different. I have a question. How many people think they're going to try the Project 333?
0: I'm going to.
3: Yeah, I want to, too. I so feel I, like I think I can get there eventually.
0: I feel like we should put uh, we should put it on the calendar like, uh, you know, I know you've already started, Tracy. But for the rest of us, like by this date, we should be ready to go. I don't know if, they, if it works that way. You read the book. I haven't finished reading the book yet.
4: It is, you do, you do it for 33 days. what I love about the book is it's all about she keeps saying over and over this is not a um, this is not a practice in suffering or something Thank you
0: ah thank you Sarah yeah do it you do it for three months right not 33 yes.
4: days yep. yeah do items
0: for three months
4: That's right but also you you make it fit your lifestyle which is really nice that was really helpful to read the book and the book is so philosophically in line with all the stuff actually she even talks about the artist way in the book the artist <laughs> way that we all love so much
1: <laughs> nope i'm out great
5: <laughs> way to
0: wait to get me to read that book tc yeah. no she talks
4: about the morning pages which most of us liked in some way shape or form actually, that's what that's, she true.
0: that's true that's yes. true <laughs>
3: yeah i like how she you know you she would say that if you've got a shirt that you really like and you wear it and it's part of your group but something happens to it it gets stained or it gets ripped then clearly you get rid of it and replace it because it's not a trying to suffer you're just trying to
5: live with less
0: right
3: yeah she I does
5: do not, i do not know if or when i would be ready for that challenge
3: Oh, Workout clothes gave- don't count, remember?
5: Right. Yes. Okay. Good. Maybe and for then. me,
3: sleepwear doesn't count either. So I don't have to. I already threw a bunch of uh, pajama bottoms and tops. I don't have to get rid of any more because she said I didn't have to. She did. I feel so was- like
5: I should do it because <laughs> <laughs> I'm that person that goes on a vacation and packs for a four week vacation when you're going for two days. Mm-hmm. So I should. It would probably be really health- healthy for me. Shannon,
4: just read the book and see if you think it's something you could do, because for me, once I read the book, it was a lot less intimidating than the idea sounds at first.
5: Yeah, that's a good point. Because
4: lounge lounge wear and workout clothes don't count as long as you don't wear the workout clothes every day when you're out and about. So they're I, But she's also very much about bending the rules and doing what works for you, so I it's a good book
5: to read, whether you want to do it or not. I'll start well, with reading the book.
0: That's a good spot. Yeah, I think I'll finish reading the book too. And then, but I am doing the Project 333. So we'll uh, we'll connect on that in a future episode, I think. But for now, we want to leave our listeners with a challenge. And this week, fellow explorers, we would love for you to start your own 30-day minimalist challenge Post your pics and use the hashtag Siren Soapbox. Shannon, it was wonderful meeting you. I hope you'll be a guest with us soon again.
5: I hope so. I had a great time. She
0: is. She she will be back for our uh, our Christmas episode with the DNA. That's right. Oh, yay. Awesome. We have that to look forward to. I'm excited about that one too. Okay. The other sirens who participated in this episode tonight are Jess, Elsie, Sarek, TC, and me, I'm Amir. Thank you so much for listening to this episode and help us out by subscribing to our show wherever you're listening. Leave us a review too. We have some fun things coming up that you won't want to miss. Head over to our website to see what we're up to and find out how you can explore alongside us. Until next time, dive in. Stay curious and be happy.
2: <laughs>
0: thank you so much for listening to this episode of Siren Soapbox. And a special thank you to Sea strings for providing our music. Snag latest EP from iTunes today. Follow the Sirens on all the social medias. And don't forget to tell your friends about us. Like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. We'll catch you next time on another episode of Siren Soapbox.